Hey everyone, I killed Alex. Yeah. <laughs> can't oh. believe Alex is fucking dead. I can't believe Absor it. Absorbed his corpse into her body. It was quite graphic. Yeah, he had to go to work today, and I said, no, you have to be on the podcast. And he said, I can't, and I killed him. On the spot. You know That's how what it you is. get. This is business. Killing essential workers. <laughs> have, you ever awesome. it's <laughs> have you ever watched business. someone... Have you ever watched someone get murdered from half a country away? I do not recommend it. Uh, I'm a good shot. I could see. Good, well, I, well, I guess the, do away. do drone strikes count? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're not personal. You no, know, I've always <laughs> said murder is one of the most intimate forms of human communication. Yeah, you've always said that. Is that no, you can you can ask you can ask Lily. That is something that I do say fairly they, often. They, that is something they say. That is why one of I, my why many perilous Why am I just now hearing about this? I don't. You don't follow me on Twitter. That's why. Oh. <laughs> to, to be fair, I for the longest time refused to make a Twitter, and then was made, and then was more or less forced to. Well, we said it's strongly recommended because you don't use most social media platforms. I, and unless I, you I, want... have a, I have a Tumblr, and that's about it. <laughs> that you also the don't really one. use. Yeah, I also no. Slowly, Twitter is becoming worse now. I, I've I've been on Tumblr for seven years. <laughs> you are like that a sounds, baby. It, I've been on Tumblr about... since two thousand and ten. I can't remember when I got on Tumblr, to be perfectly honest. I've been on Tumblr for a decade. I was also, there I for the original blue transition that everybody I, went nuts for, but I was colorblind, so I never <laughs> noticed it happen. I remember that. <laughs> uh, but no, it's like, uh, so if I, if I end up dropping out of the podcast today, it's because uh, I had to get a tooth pulled about... Uh, Coward. Four, four and a half hours ago. I had mine pulled four days ago, so we're currently oral surgery buddies. Yeah. I also we're, had we're four times having... the amount of teeth pulled. Yeah, you had your wisdom teeth pulled, and I just had a, a bad tooth pulled. Yeah. I can because now. Getting I'm my wisdom point... teeth extracted is $2,000 with insurance. Mm. Yeah, Thanks. that was. I had. Mine was $800. Then uh, my mom's insurance was all like, yeah, we'll take pity on you. You're also on the plan. And then they're like, okay, now it's $500. Oh, you That's... you don't want to be in pain while you're getting your teeth extracted? You want something <laughs> to numb your mouth so you don't have to feel us pulling out your four rotting, decaying wisdom teeth? $600. dollars <laughs> Well, Not quite. Well, that's how they get you. They, my mom's a nurse, so she has uh -huh. fairly good um, insurance. And the one uh -huh. mercy my mother has taken on me is letting me be on her insurance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God bless. Uh, I haven't got my wisdom teeth pulled because the last dentist I had had a consult with to do so was probably about four or five years ago, give or take. Uh, and mm -hmm. that doctor did not believe in anesthesia. Yeah. <laughs> My wisdom oh. teeth are impacted and have not surfaced. Oh, yeah. No thanks. Yikes. Yeah, yeah, I, I got knocked out for mine. Yeah, I got lidocaine and that was it. I, uh, I would have asked for, like, nitrous oxide are... or something. Just put me the fuck to sleep. I got I got <laughs> nitrous, but um, I have... So, the worst story of my life is I have a genetic mm. condition. It runs in my family. My mom also has it. 
where um, oh. anesthetic does not work on me. Um, oh no. That's unfortunate. So I still remember one time um, I had to get uh, a spinal tap done. Ugh. And <laughs> I, what I was. What does that mean? A uh, spinal tap is where they take a very large, very painful needle and insert it into your spinal cord to get your delicious juices out for testing. Please don't uh... say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've also had doctors that haven't believed in like pain medicine because I have I have chronic pain. Um, so a lot of doctors are like, well. You can't prove you have chronic pain, so obviously you're a whore and a scoundrel, so no no, no pain pills for you. The one time that's, like, normally if you have, like, I like I got my teeth pulled, so I managed to get uh, Tylenol 3, which is regular Tylenol, but it has codeine in it, which is a very mild Ooh, pain reliever. Um, the good shit. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's alright. It is the <laughs> most likely to prescribe pain medicine because the opiate in it is very minor and you also have Tylenol in it. But mm. because you're already taking an NSAID, you cannot take more NSAIDs, which means that once you take your yeah. dose for the day, you're fucked. Um, anyway, that aside, I two years ago, I moved from my apartment in... Uh, Dallas to my now house you know, with my mother in a much smaller town outside of Dallas. Um, during that process, I had a series of tragedies where I was helping move the couch into our moving truck. Um, I had to, uh, then because I was the most nimble and one of the taller movers, had to go and put a box on top of like the little stowaway part on those moving trucks. I went to go and get down and I tripped when I fell, and I twisted my ankle. It's like, oh, fuck. Um, thankfully, I was wearing my working shoes, so I didn't fuck it up too bad. I then went inside, mm -hmm. took off my shoes so I could wrap my ankle. Um, and as soon as I got my ankle iced and everything, and I took a couple Tylenol or something, I picked up a box. The box caught on my toenail, ripped it clean off of my foot. Oh! <laughs> So I was like, okay, this is this is like the last of the ten boxes we need before the truck was completely packed. So we get the rest of the stuff in the truck, I'm, and I turn to my mom, I'm like, okay, mom, I've been bleeding out for the last 30 minutes. I need to go to the ER. She's like, okay, cool, we'll break, I'll go take the truck to the new house. You take an Uber to the ER, and I'll pick you up when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> I I go, I get in the Uber, the guy's like, okay, where are you going? I was like, I'm currently bleeding out, I just need you to shut up and take me to the hospital, I'm not going to be pleasant conversation, do not turn on music, just take me to the hospital. <laughs> I get to the hospital, uh, the hospital's doing renovations, so the oh, ER oh. has been moved. I have to limp through the ER. <laughs> Uh, to the new area where they're doing triage. I limp up to the desk and I was like, hey, can I get a wheelchair? And they're like, oh, well, we don't have any right now. You're, you'll be, you obviously walked here, so you're fine. And there's like a the literal trail of blood leading up to where I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm like, okay, well, that's great. My toenail got ripped off and I'm like still bleeding. Um, can I get some help with that? She's like, okay. I'll, I'll get, like, a doctor or something. 
I get tri they pull me in for triage. Still no wheelchair. I do not get a wheelchair for this entire experience. They force me to walk throughout the entire hospital. That's fuck That's medical American city. If, if you are in Texas and you have a choice of going to a hospital, do not go to medical city centers. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> I go. I am put in a room, um, and the nurse comes in, she's like, so what happened? And I was like, well, as you can tell from the small pool of blood that is now forming in my sandal and under it, um, I no longer have a toenail. She's like, oh, that's not good. I'm gonna go get the doctor. Leaves again. The doctor right. comes in, and this, I, I don't... If you can, like, think of, like, a surly doctor, like, a surly conven uh, conveyor belt doctor, this is what that guy looked like. I'm not what? sure if I know what those words oh, mean. Oh, so a conveyor belt doctor, or, like, a, there's several different words for it, that's the term I know, is a doctor that, like, does the bare minimum to get you out of the hospital. Uh... They treat every patient as though they're a product on a conveyor belt. So oh, they just, so you're... Yeah. Do you just pr pr pronounce conveyor belt like that? Yes. With an N? Yes. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna make fun of you for that. Is there not an N in that word? There's not no, an no, N in conveyor not. belt. I thought, you, I thought there was, like, a pun there. Like, like vein as in the, the, bod, the, the thing that blood goes through. <laughs> That's not the important part of the story. <laughs> the important yeah, part I have to make fun though. of you for mispronouncing um, a word. Fine, I will make fun of the way Vezos says sword. You can make fun of the way I say conveyor belt. Word. Look, I say sword like that on purpose. <laughs> I still hate it. Anyway... The doctor comes in and he's like, okay, well, um, we need to cauterize your wound. And I'm like, okay, I've had, <sighs> I've had a wound cauterized before. It's not great. But normally it's like, they, they numb you up. He comes in and he's like, mm -hmm. we're going to give you lidocaine. I'm like, you're going to give me fucking lidocaine when you cauterize my foot? Lidocaine for fucking, like, sunburn. Yeah. That's yeah, what they minor. put in my mouth when they pull my teeth out, too. Why? <laughs> That's been my life. Well, like I said, I'm Me meanwhile, to most painkillers. <laughs> I have had three teeth pulled in my lifetime. This is the only tooth where the doctor was nice enough to apply like a topical, like numbing agent to my gums that before he stabbed me with a needle. Yeah. Jesus, I mine didn't fucking... do that. <laughs> I've got I've gotten my teeth pulled three times, including my wisdom teeth surgery, and I went under each time. Yeah, like, I can't what relate. the fuck is going so, on? So, hold on. <laughs> our regular, our regular tooth extraction's not that bad. I, yeah. I I know, but I am, like, terrified of pain. I don't know if, like, my mom tells the doctors that or something. But, like, they, <laughs> they, give, me an, they gave me an IV, and I'm gone. A preference. But it's, it's, just, yeah. it's just weird. It's a lot of pressure, and then, you know, it's... Yeah. It's <laughs> um, so, so, the guy comes in. So, the... Uh, stuff they were using to carterize it was, I've had brand carterizing done before, which is where they just get, like, a hot thing. Uh, this was um, a chemical carterization, which is, I have no opinion on which is better or worse. I've never heard of that before. 
Um, so that's where they use a thing called silver nitrate, um, which is a chemical that, um, when combined together and then applied to skin, works a lot like lye with water, where it just burns and then will cauterize the skin, causing a scab. Um, which is just allows it to stop bleeding because the blood vessels on there and everything is so frayed, they don't form scabs well. So he does all that. Um, I tell him it's lidocaine. I'm still in a lot of pain because it's the only thing preventing me from feeling the full brunt of this is fucking lidocaine. Which, as Jay said, is what you put on a sunburn. That's the only time I've ever heard of it is when I use the fucking aloe vera spray with lidocaine. I've never, so, I've, to be perfectly honest, I've never used it. Uh, I have ointment with lidocaine. I have to be careful because I have eczema, so I can't use most things. Um, but, yeah, I know of it because mm. it's just, it's uh, a lot of times what they'll put in, like, numbing sprays and stuff for, like, sunburns. Oh. Yeah. I just, I just like, rub aloe lotion and for or something. Pain yeah, I, it, it, never, it never has lidocaine. It's just, like, aloe plus lotion. <laughs> mm. So the guy goes... If it has a uh, numbing agent, it's gonna be... It's lidocaine. usually lidocaine. It can also be, um, robenthanine? It's, they have the same ending. If a medicine has a, uh, if you can usually tell what a medicine does based off its ending. Like, uh, all benzos are gonna have like uh, uh, an ending. All and then there's like the uh, pams and stuff. All of those are like your muscle relaxers and your benzos and stuff. Uh, anyway, not the point. So he, he cauterizes <laughs> my toe, and yeah. um, he finishes up and he leaves. And the nurse comes back in, oh, and I'm oh, like, oh, okay, oh. great. Um, what are you giving me? for pain, because I just got carterized. The lidocaine's gonna wear off in 30 minutes. I need to hurry up to whatever 24-hour pharmacy is the closest and pick this up. She's like, oh, the doctor that visited you today doesn't believe in painkillers. Yeah, what? <laughs> That's not how doctoring works. One of, my, one of my favorite things, like, one of my They're favorite phases in the English language is I don't believe in blank when <laughs> that thing exists. <laughs> in real life like i don't believe in gay people i don't believe in painkillers like but painkillers <laughs> exist bud they, they they're I'm, i bet I'll, he doesn't I'll drive over to the nearest me. walgreens and show you some tylenol and i'm gonna hold <laughs> well, it up like so, a fucking crucifix so i i like i remember the just like sheer just like i felt like someone had upended a cold bucket of water on me because i had gotten a cauterization for like a pretty bad scrape before like it, it was a graping wound that didn't quite uh didn't need stitches but it was still bad enough sort of thing yeah. and i know that it hurts like hell That's i do basically need to, to be unconscious oh yeah or else yeah. you will be in agony and i know this now from experience because i told the nurse well um could you maybe like convince him that they're real <laughs> or can and, I speak to another doctor, maybe? I don't know, like, or can I, like, go back through the ER and see someone again for the massive amount of pain I'm- for the massive amount of pain I'm about to be in? And she's like, well, I can go and talk to him. And she leaves. And she's gone for, like, less than five minutes. She comes back and she's like, he got you? And it's, uh, it is a phrase that I have heard before. It is the most dreaded phrase- I've ever had as someone that experiences chronic, really bad pain. 
He prescribed yeah. me 600 milligrams, or it might have been 800, of ibuprofen. Just oh my god. Two, yeah, to be Some... fair, ibuprofen's considered one of the better pain relievers, but that's not enough. That, yeah. I may <laughs> remind you, this is a prescription for ibuprofen! Yeah. <sighs> it is considered prescription strength ibuprofen, and I said, no thank you, I guess I'll die. And that's then I was the, that's discharged. The, that's the amount of milligrams I got for my for aftercare for my wisdom teeth. Yeah, for, and I know because I, I still have some. Yeah, for, and I was for like talking that, to my mom. I took I just took two pills of ibuprofen. They're two hundred milligrams apiece. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say for reference, your standard ibuprofen, each of those little like pills that you get of ibuprofen is usually around two hundred milligrams. It's I, as if, it depends on uh, it, it depends. What I get as someone that takes ibuprofen a decent amount and lives in a house where a lot of people tend to have to take ibuprofen, we usually get mm-hmm. the 200 milligram ones, and because of my weight and stuff, I take anywhere from 2 to 3 to 4 if I'm not going to mm-hmm. be taking ibuprofen for the rest of the day. And he was like, okay, just take 4 ibuprofen since I have burned all the flesh on your foot so that it will no longer bleed. Just take four ibuprofen and fuck off. Um, I am then, again, no wheelchair, so I'm then told, I'm discharged. The nurse says goodbye. I walk past the doctor, again limping, because my sandal is still full of blood. That has not changed. Yeah. It is very sticky, and I am still getting the floor. gross. You mean they didn't clean your sandal for you, the considerate people that they are? (laughs) (laughs) No. You have to- to... (laughs) It's it's December, too, so it's fucking freezing outside. All of my clothes had already been packed, except for I was in my my standard-issue clothes, which is- a button-up t-shirt, and cargo shorts. Mm. In and December. In December. No, of in, course, it's a in, Texas in December. fucking sandals. So it, it's not like it was snowing or anything, but it was still, like, 30 fucking degrees outside. Yeah. yeah. So it still gets cold. And that's something that I don't think enough people recognize. Even in the southern states, where it's, like, 130 in the summer, it still mm-hmm. gets to, like, 27 degrees. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and this was this was one of our more mild winters because, like I said, it didn't snow or anything uh, that winter, but it, it was still pretty bad. I mean, um, yeah. So You're still I, freezing I, your ass off. I'm outside. I'm waiting for my mom to get back. She's about ten minutes away. There's no benches or anything. I've already been warned that I'm not supposed to be loitering outside the hospital. They wouldn't let and you I'm, stay in the waiting room either, I'm guessing. Fuck they would not off. let me stay in the waiting room. I got yelled at by security. That's stupid. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> so I am then... This is bro- pre-corona. This is pre-corona. Yeah. This, was, this, was the, this was December 18th of 2018. Which is also Man. the day after the Tumblr porn ban. The day after it. The day after, <laughs> you couldn't even you couldn't even come home and, and have. <laughs> I couldn't even uh, come home and do at the time what was my favorite activity, which was looking up anything on Tumblr and then seeing how long it took me to encounter pornography. 
I couldn't even do that. I couldn't, I couldn't relax with my favorite activity at the time. I, my mom picked me up and we went to an empty apartment because we were waiting until the next morning so we could give the keys to the, uh, complex manager. Well, we were at the apartment. So the complex oh, manager yeah. and we could leave. So there is nothing in the house. There's a couple of towels. That oh. we Just stuff you didn't want anymore. Well, it was stuff that, like, we knew that we were going... My mom has, like, um, an SUV minivan. Uh-huh. So we were just going to cram it in there uh, on our final trip back. And yeah, that makes so... Sense. So I am... My mom goes and, like, tries to get me as comfortable as possible with the towels. I'm curled up in a oh. corner. As the lidocaine wears off, I'm just, like, sobbing. We call my PCP... And we're like, hey, we just, just give us like 10, 10 Tylenol 3s just to get me through the day. <laughs> and it takes leaving a recorded message of me going through the worst pain of my life and screaming into a receiver before someone finally gives me the prescription. Jesus Aww. Christ. But yeah, that was worse than getting my teeth pulled. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can imagine. So. I would be surprised if it wasn't. The, yeah, the, the only uh, <laughs> the only cauterization story I have is from my 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 good buddy, my my coworker Tyler. <laughs> um, I've heard who, stories. Who is a fucking dumbass? I've heard stories. Tyler, if you ever listen to this. You shouldn't be offended, and you know because you're a you're a, you're an you're an idiot. You're a, you're a huge idiot. Um, Sorry, because he. I was a coworker. Yeah, I know. That's the joke. <laughs> I don't remember what exactly the wound was, but he hurt himself pretty bad, and he was like, "I'm gonna cauterize this wound." And he didn't have, like, anything on him to do it. So, what he did, he used a fucking hairdryer. Oh my god, that's worse. Yes! That's worse, actually. (laughs) Yes, he used a goddamn, he said he, he, you know, I was like, did it do it? And he's like, yeah, eventually, but it it hurt the whole time. And I was like, yeah! Yeah, because up to that point- because the cauterization is it's, just, it's supposed to be that it's so fast and instantaneous that it doesn't cause an actual burn yeah, yeah. and that's, that's and that's why like in a, a pan and a stove a pan and a lighter would have a curling better. iron that's what i He's used when not... i had to get my when i got my the first time I ever got cauterized was with a fucking curling iron. I prefaced this with saying he's a, not a smart man. We were in the break room the other day, and the uh, vending, ma- the soda vending machine in our break room sprung a leak. So there was a giant puddle of water on the break room floor. So at the end of our shift, he was he was tasked to mop it up. So he brings the mop and starts mopping, and then he leaves, and then comes back with the actual you know part of the mop that holds the water. And he and I was like, you 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 just thought you couldn't you you wouldn't need that. And he was like, I thought I'd have I thought it wouldn't be 
I, I thought I, I could just mop it up with just the mop. And I was like, and then track the dripping mop through the store. And he's like, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm telling you in his, in his words, brain don't work. Ah, uh, I see. Let's be honest. I have come across puddles in, I've worked a lot of different food service jobs and I've come across yeah, small enough puddles where I could just go out with a dry mop and clean up a puddle. Yeah, but it was like, it if was it was like, like a puddle of water, then that, and it's the difference is there's also like the difference of being able to clean something with like a new mop head versus a used mop head too. But it was because like my, four yeah. square feet of water puddle yeah. on the ground. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's a whole other story because I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. There is no way to dry a mop. Once it's wet, oh, it yeah. will remain it's... wet forever. Yes. That's, uh, I worked at 7-Eleven for a while. And I did, I was uh, graveyard shift, which honestly, not the word, uh, honestly, I will be right out there. Best job I've had, probably. Wow. <laughs> Fucking graveyard shift at a 7-Eleven. Um, you probably came across a lot of weird people. I did. At one point, two 12-year-olds, uh, realizing that because this happened oh. before we started a podcast, I've not told this story. Um, two 12-year-olds oh. came in in blackface. <laughs> One oh, <gasps> mm-hmm. that's not good. Again, if I've... you follow me on Twitter, a lot of these stories are just kind of regurgitated from Twitter. I mean, that's <laughs> they fair. Called, they like they joined a Discord call that we were in with like Alex and Tyler when this happened. Yeah, because I was I was so I was so blown away because again, it's a fucking Seven Eleven. I'm at the rules of Seven Eleven are really fucking weird and arbitrary can't sit behind Mm -hmm. the counter you can't sit in the back room um and you can't leave the front unless you're cleaning and then if someone comes in you can't leave the front those are the night Mm -hmm. rules i don't give a shit about the day rules i never work days yeah (laughs) uh so these two i hear the door go off and i come back from whatever the fuck i was doing and it's these two little white girls done up entirely in blackface like Not like blackface like they use charcoal, but like obviously bought the wrong foundation. Came in, they're all like, are we pretty to you? And I just, I just stood there. I didn't say anything. I didn't react. I just stood there. As they abolish white girls. (laughs) I am just (laughs) sitting here. I just stood there, staring into the inky abyss that even in and of itself refused to comment back to me on the situation. I stood there as my newspaper delivery man, who I was becoming friends with, because he wore a trench coat no matter what the weather was. Oh, I love him already. <laughs> and he always had, like, some sort of anime shirt and cargo shorts and, like, dad sandals with socks. No oh, teeth. Oh, I love him. In an undercut with, like, insanely long hair. Like, you do what you Jay, he had your haircut. <laughs> like, really now. long, curly hair. <laughs> With an undercut. And he, he was really... I never knew his name. He only knew my name because it was on my name tag. 
and we would talk for several hours at a time because he was just genuinely a nice guy that looked like the embodiment of 4chan on accident, apparently. <laughs> the, uh, the protagonist of hatred. <laughs> yeah, he just, he oh looked like that, God. but he was like a genuinely nice person. He walks in with his newspaper sees these two girls that then wheel on him like squealing demons from hell, turns around with the newspapers, and just goes out and sits in his car until they leave. (laughs) (laughs) I would too. That's funny. I, I was trying so hard not to emote at all, but like, I just... That's one thing that I will always be able to have, at least in retail, is that I'm I, I am very good at not reacting to customers after all uh, that I've been through working retail. That's something that I've been surprised that I've been able to manage because, like, I'm a very emotional person, and it's very hard for me to hide my emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, when something funny would happen, I I was always surprised that I'd be able to, like, you know, keep myself from laughing or, like, getting angry or something. Though, the closest I got to breaking, <laughs> which is stupid, is I was working at, when I was working at Walgreens, this dude comes to pick up a photo, a photo order, and I always go, I always go, what's your name? And he says, uh, Griffin. I, well, I always ask last. I always ask last name. So, goes, <laughs> no. so, so I say, I say, uh, I say, Shut podcast. Up. So I say, uh, last name. He goes Griffin, and then I go through, I, I go through G, and I go Brian. <laughs> and he's like, "Yep, no," and I try. No. <laughs> it was so. It was so fucking hey, hard for <laughs> It was so hard not to laugh in this man's face, and I'm sure he knows. Like it's 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 hard not to. And I was like, I know he's gonna be incredibly unamused if I do laugh. But I, that's the closest I got to breaking. <laughs> it was just, oh, Brian Griffin, you're ready. Your photo order is ready. Jesus. What do you have pictures of Lois? <laughs> yeah, I know. Perhaps a martini. It is never... so hard sometimes not to break for customers. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I've worked retail for most of the jobs of my life. I've, mm-hmm. for the most, I don't. I've never actually actually ran across people like this, but that's because I was working with them instead. Because I was usually working back room. Mm. Ah, <laughs> you the lucky best, motherfucker! The best part of retail. No, it's not because you have to deal with the exact same people as the customers, except instead of, like, a 15-minute encounter, it's an eight-hour shift, day in, day out. <laughs> I I don't know. I've worked both. Um, I honestly don't know which one I prefer, because you're right, because they're both hell in different ways. <laughs> and it, it's just a mess. But uh, I honestly prefer the backroom because my last backroom job, uh, I worked in the dairy cooler. So what I did is, so what I did was, is I just I wore my heavy duty pants, long socks, and then I had gloves, uh, and a hat, and then my headphones, of course, because I was in the dairy cooler and no one could stop me from listening to music in the dairy cooler because <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting in there for six hours. 
that was me because you know I was working night shift and uh, it was hell. So I just I'd listen to whatever and just listen to a podcast and just pause it when people came in. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah. So with not with my night shift job, uh, I was doing stocking, and and for and there was technically a uniform in that I was issued a shirt, and I was told to wear the shirt. But then I got there my first day, uh, wearing the shirt, and my coworker, the shift lead for the night. So because I was the only other guy who worked the night shift, stocking the store, he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you don't have to wear that. No one cares." <laughs> <laughs> so from that day forward I put on my jacket and I stalked and listened to music wearing like a graphic t-shirt <laughs> because well so I would leave before the store manager would come in at 7 o'clock in the morning so as uh, long as I didn't yeah. come across him it didn't matter yeah that's, that's basically fuck it. the system well cause <laughs> when I was working at 7-Eleven it was only a t-shirt was uh, we had like a specific t-shirt made of like the weirdest fucking fabric imaginable I still mm. have I would shirt. say it's close to nylon like that weird plastic type yeah yeah it's weird my I'm... uniform for Walgreens was similar yeah it's a lot like the Walgreens one um shitty stupid polo that i hate and i probably i want to burn it was it, it was had, like it was, good. it was done in a jersey style with like a big seven on the back and it's like team 7-eleven yeah fuck that yeah. so um and for a while i was like okay i'll wear because like my signature look is i fucking cargo shorts i cargo shorts are very i am obviously a non-binary gay because <laughs> i'm just like Cargo shorts, I can stick everything I need for the day in them. <laughs> snacks, phone charger, a battery pack, more snacks, a knife, another knife. Three more uh, knives. Knife. <laughs> a lighter. A lighter. Whatever I may need. I kept like a multi-tool in one of my pockets. And my phone, and the store keys, and the um, distance alarm. And I could keep them all in my cargo shorts. And uh, I was fine for a while because most of the time I'd get off at 6 and my manager technically didn't come in until 7. Sometimes he'd come in earlier. Mm-hmm. And right. so I managed to wear those for like three weeks before he finally came and he's all like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you, cargo, cargo shorts, pants, whatever are great. I uh, started wearing cargo pants in high school and haven't stopped. They're great. I now I kind of want to get a pair of cargo shorts. Well, I'm not partial to cargo. I'm not partial to cargo pants. The only reason why I ever wore them was because there was working a fact. Like I still am working a factory job. Um, I talked and, to her. Um, it's just it's what I talked to you into them because I just great. yeah. yeah um, they're great for factory we, stuff, especially. They. They are very convenient for a factory job, but uh, the minute I get another job, I'm probably not going to wear them again. Mm. I mean, that's perfectly understandable. Hi- like, unless I'm they're good for hiking, hiking too. Yeah, they're they're yeah. great if you're going to be doing any sort of long long trip. So, like, if if you're going for a hike, they're great because you can carry an extra water bottle in a pocket. You can carry a few snacks, uh, mm-hmm. any sort of survival a knife. Uh, instruments you need, like a knife or some rope Two or. Knives. <laughs> Because that 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 was some that was something uh, I did I did used to go hiking every once in a while, Uh, and every time I I used to have a camelback, and then in a pocket, in addition to the camelback, I would have another water bottle, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in addition to that, I would like to try to have uh, some kind of nylon cord, just in case. Because yeah. nylon cord is great, and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, uh, just kind of going back to retail, the worst retail job I worked was uh, Forever 21. Fuck Forever 21. <laughs> if you shop at Forever 21, I fucking hate you. It doesn't matter that I don't work there anymore. I hate you on a f- level that is so fundamental and embedded so deep within my soul. I will stab you just on principle of the matter. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Forever 21. Fuck Forever 21, dude. All my homies hate Forever 21. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Forever 20, all my homies hate Forever 21. And with that, we will be right back. We'll be right back. Alright, we're back. Yeah, we are. Welcome back. Yeah, (laughs) we spent the entire break (laughs) while Tyler was off taking a mad shit. Something I were yelling about Pokemon. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I took a mad shit. But anyway, I mean, you were gone for a while. We got through an entire discussion about. We got worried. It was like thirty minutes. I went to the bathroom, and then my stepmom just just talked to me on and on about nothing (laughs) about a Johnny Appleseed documentary. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm not. I'm not going to. Let's not get into it. Yeah, so, Aries, you said that you had a, a hornet okay, that okay, okay, attacked your so, armpit. Okay. It was Let's that, talk about so, the hornet. So, um, I tweeted today uh, I that I found a hornet in my armpit. Um, and, hold on, I can find the exact tweet while I catch everyone up. So, today, so, <sighs> yesterday I had a doctor's appointment that uh, did not really go very well and I got a bit upset about. So uh, I was kind of like out of it yesterday and today. So I was like, okay, I'll go on a walk around the block. We have a five below down the street. I'll go and grab a soda and then just I'll take a walk uh, down the street to there's like a little bench on at the end of our block and I'll just go sit there. Um, and I sat there, and I was catching up on the Magnus Archives, and mm. I got to the, it, it was, it was the funniest coincidence, honestly, was, there was, like, it was not quite a jump scare, but it was, like, they got to a scary reveal in the Magnus Archives, and mm. they, it was the spite, it was, a, they were talking about a spider, and I feel something crawling in my armpit, just, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, Huh. I don't like that. So I go yeah. and I cup it with my hand and I go, that hurts. And I fling it to the ground. And it's just this hornet just looks up on me and like buzzes her wings. And she's and she's like, obviously she didn't like that. It's like, I didn't yeah. like it either. But yeah, there was just a hornet chilling out in my armpit for some fucking reason. Did it, did it sting you or? No. No. Incredible. And I just picked up a hornet with my bare hands, which, by the way, yeah. if you did not know, hornets are very prickly, like a cactus. Yeah, um, they've got spines. They're, was... all, they're like tarantulas. Yeah. yeah. I, I was getting in my <laughs> car after work the other day, and there was a wasp on my door frame, and I shut my door so quickly that I hit my head on it. 
If that tells if that tells you anything about how terrified I am of these fucking things. It, it, it like, reminds I, like, me I was just of... on my phone and then like I looked over, I heard buzzing, I was like, oh fuck, I closed the door so quick, I'm surprised I didn't slam my foot in the door. But the bugs. Yeah, the prickliness thing reminds me of an article I once saw made by someone or other. I don't remember exactly who, but they were like Hornets and wasps are, uh, they, they aren't, they don't have any hair or anything like that. And then there's, like, a picture of, like, an example of a hairless hornet. And it's just covered in hair. And just, like, <laughs> you, you couldn't even find an image that, like, proved your already incorrect point. You had to use an image that proved that you were wrong. Uh, yes. People are fucking weird when it comes to science. Like, yeah. pe- people can just straight up, like, depending on what publishing agency you go to, you can just publish things that are wrong. Yeah. It's because ba- basically by the end of it, you're, you're paying, you're paying for it. <laughs> so, it depends on, like, the care. publication is, like, but there are totally for-profit publications. Uh, Most of why, them. Well, like, good, like, actual science journals aren't for-profit. Uh, but there are a lot of for-profit science journals, quote-unquote. Yeah, hope put that in massive air quotes. Yeah, there, there was. I was, I was pantomiming. <laughs> uh, I hit my mic in the process. Uh, there's... Uh, I'm just bad about remembering where my mic is. It happens. It's right in front of your face, and people who talk with their hands, like you and me... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're kind of bone. Um... Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't abuse the microphone. I don't care. I bought it. Be nice to Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you say Michael? (laughs) Michael. Certainly did. (laughs) I I didn't think anyone noticed. Mike is short for Michael. And Mike is actually short for Micicle. (laughs) And bike is actually short for bikel. <laughs> there's there's so many times where I'll say something like that and nobody will hear it. And who's ever editing, usually Lily will come back to me and be like, You're really weird. You just noticed now? Well, I remember she was editing Minecraft at one point. She's like, you're really good at, like, weird visual stuff that none of us are going to see when you're actually acting it out. <laughs> and and just, uh, like, jumping off that topic, I will absolutely say a word's wrong. Uh, it will be done on purpose. Uh, if you don't react, Doesn't I will make continue me on like nothing less. happened. <laughs> Doesn't make me hate you less for saying a sword is sword. Sword and jalapeno and tortilla... I will kill you. Hurricane <laughs> tortilla. Like I, I, I draw the line at fucking tortilla. My mom my my mom says tortilla. Which is probably the worst one. That's a significant like, You were so close, you were so close and you pronounced the fucking L. It's so close. Why it's does she do so that? Wrong. Because she's white. That means mm-hmm. nothing. And I'm white Southern. from it. I'm white. <laughs> I'm we are southern. As part Most of, of us I, I, see, your mother. I'm, you see, I'm doing it on purpose. I know it's pronounced tortilla. But I'm well, doing it because it's, it's funny. 
tortilla. What's worse? So a white person that like blatantly pronounces it wrong or a white person that over pronounces it? Hmm. I think mm. pronouncing it wrong is worse because at least they're trying, you know, in the, but, in no, the, the latter. Pronouncing it wrong on when you, purpose. Like, when you like like me. over pronounce it, elaborate. Um, like, oh, fuck. I'm trying to think of... It happens a lot with, like, uh, French and Italian words when you're, like, ordering food. If you ever go to a restaurant, just, like, listen in on other white tables mm-hmm. and be, like, someone's ordering, um, like, Escargot. something... And, yeah, like, they'll be like, Ooh. escargot. And I'm like, shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> Just say escargot like a normal person. <laughs> say it in your normal voice. <laughs> they'll, like, throw on it, an accent, yeah. but for only that word. Can I get and the other thing is, like, they, they do it with words that don't have accents. Like, if you, if you say escargot to a French person, they'll understand what you're saying. If you say it weird, they won't have any idea. Well, it's the whole thing of, like, it's... If someone says burger, like, even if somebody comes up to me in, like, Spanish and go- orders, like, a hamburguesa, then I'm going to still go, like, oh, that that's still a hamburger. If yeah. they don't come up to me and go hamburguesa in an American accent, I'm just going to be vaguely confused. Uh, <laughs> yes, hello. Can I can I get a hamburguesa? <laughs> hamburguesa. That's yeah. It's just it's. I, just, well, I it's, love the because I love both sides because there's such an inherent comedy in it's like can I get a tortilla, um ver- versus yeah. um can I can can we as a table like get get the um am I saying it right a margarita? It's, like, it's so, yeah, it's, they just throw I entirely too much accent on it. Like that's just that's my favorite. I've. That's like one of my favorite impressions to do is of of a white person ordering food. It's like, um, can I get a box? We're <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, so, well, the, fun, so the funny thing about bad. that scenario you created. We're gonna be so bad. Can we get dessert? And we're <laughs> shut up, Stacy. I know about your fucking cankles. Can we get like? A slice of apple pie with five forks. I'm, I'm not going to be able to finish. Can I get a box? <laughs> this is just bad. too much food. Yeah. And what's, and and what's, and what's even me, funnier waiter, about? <laughs> I need. I need the check. Can I get it? Can I get to go? Actually, we're going to get a dessert, but can I get it in a box? God. <laughs> If you have not uh, heard really the song, bad, can I get it in a box? So... <laughs> that that video is iconic Wait. because you What's... know she was a waitress. Oh, if anyone doesn't, mm-hmm. if anyone doesn't know the video we're referencing, it's fantastic. I don't know what you'd search, but you'd probably just search "Can I get a box" on YouTube. It's a music video, technically. That and uh, then um, it's because it that's the successor of shoes. From early uh, yes, the spiritual and then, successor. And then, can I get a box? Has a spiritual successor called "Have You Seen My Babe"? I I've only is there a which video is, which is like a to that? Yes, mm-hmm. I have not. I've only it's, heard it's the audio. Someone that's in like um baby metal outfits, not quite like the Lolita, but like that fashion. And with, like, the platform shoes and, like, the crop top oh. and the skirt all in, like, baby pink. I um, love that one I hate it. so much. I love it. It's, it's, it's like, where's my jewel? Have you seen my 
me, my Joel. jewel, because you wouldn't do that to me, right? Please and it, stop and your it, Karen it, impressions. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it, I, it's my favorite impression that I can do. That's it's the only so reason bad. why I like this fucking voice that I have, <laughs> is so that I can do that. I hate it. <laughs> AFAB people will be like, if you don't stop oppressing me, I'm gonna go Karen voice on you. <laughs> I'm gonna use my fucking customer voice on you. Don't try it. <laughs> yeah. Can we get a box? Actually, a- a- wait, hold on. A- hold on. A- I need. Sorry, we're gonna. I'm. <laughs> excuse me. I'm gonna need like a few more minutes. I've been looking way too long at your wine selection. <laughs> Can, can my my son's really picky. Can he get the cheeseburger, but without the cheese? God, I, that's how my so, brother used to order him. So, so here's the thing kidding. is the the, I, the thing I, that I you have to do when doing this impression is you have to do you have to say thank you, but with an e. Thank you. Thank oh my god! You. Thank you so much. So when I worked you when I worked as a server, I had a lot to of deal with that too. so much. <laughs> I hate this so much. I don't even then. work retail. This sucks. <laughs> so, so what this is this has gone from retail to actual serving, which is a job that I did do for like six months, and mm-hmm. you had to deal with people like that. So I have actually had multiple. Um, let's let's say. Uh, mothers who uh would would ask say, "Hey, can I get a cheeseburger with cheese?" And they they'd say it the way that Jay's doing it, and be like, "If, if you if you look how true this is, if you if, don't if you looked service. six inches up above the cheeseburger, there's a hamburger." Yeah. <laughs> but my my but because favorite. they're saying a cheeseburger without the cheese, you know what I'm bringing it up as. A cheeseburger, which costs like sixty Ooh. cents more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was what I always got. And I was like, "Are you sure you don't want a hamburger?" Because I know for my brother, and this is mostly because my brother is neurodivergent, and mm-hmm. so he had to have his order be a certain way, or or and it had to be said a certain way, or he would freak out. Mm-hmm. And it had to be a cheeseburger with no cheese. No tomatoes, even though like the kids' one doesn't usually come with tomatoes. No onions yeah. and extra pickles. Mm. And that had to be how you'd say his order if he was in the room or he'd lose it. Oh, oh like, no! Like what what Vez says is how like you know two inches up from the cheeseburger is yeah, the if, hamburger. Yeah, if, the thing if you, you looked... learn real fucking quick when working with the public is that people don't fucking read. They which, don't! which makes it even, which is which makes it even an even starker contrast because while working that same job, I came across an, an older gentleman. I want to say he was probably in his forties or fifties. Um, Middle and and we we got into a conversation about uh, books that we like to read, and we and we found that we both really liked science fiction, and in particular military science fiction. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. so what he did one day, just out of the blue, is he brought me a flash drive. And on the flash drive was oh. a series, a series of of books, and I just is like, because he told me about the series, and then he he was like, if if you go to your local library, you can in, in the book, in one of the books there will be like a DVD, and on the DVD is just uh, digital copies of all of the books. Mm-hmm. So then, just like out of the blue one day, I was just like, okay, I'll have to look into that, and then I kind of filed it away, and then immediately forgot about it on accident. 
Yeah. yeah that was one so he d- he just brings me a flash drive with just ripped copies of that of that DVD, basically. Huh. I was like, oh. oh, cool. And then I ended up reading those books, oh. and that uh, unfortunately I left good? that job shortly. They were good. Uh, I my my preference when it comes to science fiction is um, more realism is better. However, with mm. uh, with certain stipulations that there are going to be things that are fantastical because it's science fiction, and who well, knows yeah. what's going to be possible two thousand yeah. years from now. Yeah, I, I think. Like, I yeah. Go on. I was just going to say, for science fiction, because I'm uh, opposite end of Ez, I tend to prefer a lot more uh, fantasy with my own stipulations on it. When it comes to science fiction, I tend to like the works of, uh, closest one that comes to mind is like uh, Adam Douglas and stuff. Oh, the comedic. Very, because science fiction has like some of the best potential for comedy, and I always Mm -hmm. feel like it's wasted. So whenever I find a good comic comedic uh science fiction novel i always go a little ancient uh there's there's a book uh it's it's made by uh there, there's a few books that are written by yahtzee croshaw actually and they're they're funny science fiction books like we'll save the galaxy for food will and will destroy the galaxy for cash yeah. i think he's working on a third <laughs> and they're good books and they're funny because they're based on read, that um, same sort of comedic style of Love Douglas Adams and um, a few other authors that I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Have you read uh, Mog World by Yahtzee Croshaw? I have not. <laughs> it's it's pretty good because it's instead of it's since it was on his it was one of his first books, but basically it's it takes like fantasy RPG tropes and like takes them in the most literal way possible in universe. That's like also a really, really funny it's, trope. Yeah, it's that's really it good. can be done really well. Yahtzee Croshaw. Yahtzee Croshaw is a really good, like, parody based writer. He's very good at what he does. Uh mm-hmm. and um This this isn't to say that, you know, he's advertising or anything like that. It's just a topic that came up. But if if you do yeah. check them out, they're they're very good books, uh, and I do recommend them. I know another one mm-hmm. if you like that kind of stuff is um Catherine, spelled in the fucking weirdest way possible, Valente, has a book that I picked up recently called Space Opera, which is very, very funny. If you know anything about, like, genres and stuff, space operas are normally very odd in the fact that it's not quite like your normal rock opera. It's normally just this very long, drawn-out drama, but in space. Star Wars is considered a space opera. If hmm. if it involves politics at any point, it's a space opera, and that's why space opera is such a very broad genre. Which is why, if ninety nine percent of the time, if you pick up a science fiction book and you read the back, the first words you'll see is space opera. So, however, <laughs> this one tends to play on space opera being such a wide category in the fact that it's supposed to be that every civilization outside of Earth is so advanced that they've ha- already had all of their wars and stuff, and they've realized that, like, it's really pointless to keep killing each other because everyone's just going to keep killing each other because somebody else killed someone. And the, she makes very interesting points about how, like, um, the only reason people kill someone else is because we have a different take on what is a person versus what is a meat. And meat uh. is in, is intrinsically not a person because of whatever stipulations you have put on what you consider a person. It, it's Dehumanization. 
Yeah, and it, it's very interesting because it goes on and how, like, even if you're of the same species, you can still consider someone neat just by, like, preset uh, guidelines. And it's, the like, the ending line on that chapter as she's describing all of this is um, whether or not you let the dog eat at the table because he can speak and do arithmetic and mourn his dead wife, but he's still a dog. Hmm. Right, and, a- and and simply calling him a dog rather than a human makes him intrinsically less valuable as a being, for lack of a better way to put that, because that's a very yeah. awful way to put that. So, that's one of, of course, my... Bezos is the one that interacts with this the most <laughs> out of anyone else. So... That's because I I am a a writer. I'm working I'm working on a couple different novels. They're all kind of stagnating right now, but I'm still working Bigger. on them. And Bigger. these concepts are something that you need that. As a writer, there's something that needs to be understood because Especially if you don't understand them, they're going to be a problem. Yeah. Mm. So, but with this book by Catherine Valente, is um, all of that is it's dealt with in the first chapter, and then she introduces her main character, which is uh, non-binary, bisexual, polyamorous, Fuck nightmare yeah. rock star. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> I love it. Who? Uh, whose first instinct, as soon as possible, was like, I have a lot of problems, I'm gonna throw myself into outer space. Um, because aliens invade Earth, and they're all like, so, we've decided that in order to keep the peace, every however long, we're going to have a massive, literal space opera, where it's a beauty pageant (laughs) rock show. (laughs) That's funny. Um, I have not finished the book. I'm about a fourth of the way into it. But from what I've read so far, I love what the book has going for it. Like I said, uh, it has a lot of the um, energy of a David Wong book where there's a lot of really interesting philosophical questions uh, paired with very well-timed comedy. So it doesn't take you away from the philosophical questions, but it does still make you laugh. Same problem I'm currently encountering with my rewatch of Fruits Basket. Um, if any of you guys have watched that, I know I'm forcing Lily to right nope. now. I just watch it. I recommend it. It's one of those animes that is it's very its premise is very silly, which is that um, this girl is an orphan and she decides to move out on her own, and she lives in a tent in a forest. Because she doesn't want to be a burden on any of her friends. And in the process, she meets this very weird family that, when hugged by the opposite sex, will turn into an animal of the Eastern Zodiac. Interesting. So, it, again, it's a very silly premise. And, like, the way that it's played is it acts like it's trying to be, like, a silly show, uh, reverse harem anime, a lot like uh, Oron Host Club. Mm-hmm. And then it hits you with stuff like, uh, oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm, not say- I'm not saying the full fucking thing. You have yeah. to. Boko no Hero Academia. Shut, shut up, I say that. <laughs> <laughs> Just say My Hero oh. Academia like a normal person. God. Just say MHA. Everyone know- or say the acronym. I only say uh, BNHA oh. if I'm talking about the manga specifically. Anyway, I highly recommend Fruits Basket because it deals with uh, a lot of things that are very morally complex while still having a very silly air to it, uh, like characters beating each other up very cartoonishly after having like 
an episode that's entirely dedicated to how people tend to view their self-worth through the mirror of people that they care about. So there's a whole thing where, like, these two cousins are fighting, and they obviously love each other, but their rivalry tends to get in the way of both of them seeing what's good about themselves. It's a full, like, thing, and then it's immediately... The next episode immediately goes into very cartoonish violence, which is then, again, a, a whole thing about loving yourself and other emotional complexities. Huh. It's a very it's a very good anime and I highly recommend it. Um, it's why uh, especially because the 2019 reboot takes out a lot of the stuff that in, of the initial one that made it hard to view, like the fact that they did originally have a pervert archetype in it, who now uh, is just them. He's the now worst. just the he's now just the older brother character. So he just kind of sits in the corner and gives, like, weird advice instead of, like, initially, con- uh, like, I think in the first scene he's in, he comments on the main character's skirt length. Now instead he's just like, why the fuck are you in my house? It's a very, very <laughs> good <Mark> question. <laughs> yeah. It's a very good question, because she is just at his house for some reason. As you do. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of... Stories like that do tend to get my attention. Uh, Catherine Valente does have another book that I own that I have not read, but that's a lot of books on my bookshelves. Um, which is, she wrote a book called The Girl Who Circumnavigated Fairy World in a Boat of Her Own Making. Uh, that's the whole title? That's the full title of the first I love book. that. I love it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mouthful is what it is. It is a mouthful, but a lot of things are a mouthful. Can't get the disco song title. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of books that I have on here that are like that. Um, I can't see any right now, but that's because my bookshelves are both a little bit out of the range of my lamp. Oh, well. I I don't currently have any books uh, just because I've just been through a variety of different moves. Uh, this this last year or so, and it's just yeah. trying trying to travel with books is hard. Okay, it it mm-hmm. is. I have in order to keep the books that I have, I've had to maintain such an iron grip on them that it's like they are the I prioritize them more than my clothes at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, so when I was when I was still living uh, with my mother, uh, I had a library of books. It was an entire bookshelf. Uh, and anytime we moved, it alone ate up three U-Haul boxes by itself. So when I moved to Texas, all I was able to bring with me was, uh, three bags, which if, which is significantly smaller than three U-Haul boxes. (laughs) And that was just for the books. (laughs) So I was only able to bring a, a small handful, and I ended up just bringing with me two different series that I was really enjoying at the time. Uh, but at some point, uh, some some other move, they somehow they just disappeared, and I don't have them anymore, which sucks. What the fuck was that? I have no idea. Oh. That's Tyler's brother. Oh, okay. I thought someone was making that noise. I I, I mean, someone was. It's just not anyone here. <laughs> I thought it was someone. Someone was way. just so fucking bored. <laughs> <laughs> God, you external agony. Fucking stop talking about books. I hate it here. A lot of anyways, my books... absolute non sequitur. Um, okay, yeah. go for it. 
I've been fucking. I can't shut up about this. Yesterday, I was oh. looking for chalk in my oh, garage. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking Rip for chalk stick. in my garage. Shut up! I'm getting to it. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah, Bezos hasn't heard about this yet. He's the only Bezos one. doesn't follow us on Twitter. I, I, I follow I was... you on Twitter. I don't check Twitter. There's a difference. <laughs> I was looking for some sidewalk chalk because I wanted to draw on the fucking ground like a five-year-old, and I found my ripstick that I used to ride in elementary school. And that if you, you don't know what a ripstick rip- is, it's basically How a... old are you? <laughs> Me? No, if you don't know what oh, a ripstick is. <laughs> you don't know what a ripstick is. Um, Why are you listening but... to this if you don't know what a ripstick is? Idiot. But, yeah, it, it's, a, it's <laughs> like... Uh, combination of a skateboard and a snowboard it's two-wheeled and it's momentum based so you kind of wiggle your legs back and forth to move yeah it's it's based off of like a weird momentum factor on like a fulcrum vortex combination it's it's weird it's Um, weird but it god i had the most giddy laughter of getting back on it so i it's a weird combination I'm very safety conscious. I am terrified of getting hurt. I am scared of making mistakes. It is apparent in my entire personality. But that aside, um, (laughs) I I was also I also found um, some knee pads and elbow pads and an old helmet while I was looking for chalk. And you bet your fucking ass, I put those on, also with fingerless (laughs) gloves. And rode because, around the neighborhood. They, they posted a picture on their Twitter. And yes, whoever, I have uh, such hard eyes for Jay. It is crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's a very cute mm-hmm. photo. I, I also, like, uh, that doing that the other day, it made me want to learn how to skateboard. Because, like, I feel like that'd be skip, very fun. Skip skateboarding, go right to longboarding. What, what, yeah, whatever. What well, the I'm fuck gonna be, ever. I'm gonna be honest. I, I want to do that. They're very similar, so making that skip isn't hard. Because I, while I was in high school, uh, I I ended up getting into the longboard oh. scene. I bought I bought a longboard. That is that is seems out of character uh, for you. So what happened? What happened was is Heavily. in in high school I used the longboard, and then when I got out of high school, I stopped. Because basic because basic because basically it was it was my main mode of transportation to and from school uh, i was just i was imagining Vez having like a thrasher face no. <laughs> you see i don't i don't have any phases uh, Vesoth is just Vesoth. Vesoth has existed for all time and will continue to exist for all time you hatched like this <laughs> bitch i hatched like this don't even exactly will, nothing nothing you. has changed for context <laughs> for like because we're probably going to continue this joke in, like, fan content and whatnot. I didn't know what Vez looked like until I met him in person for his wedding. And <laughs> and I'm going to be perfectly honest to those of us who are watching. I'm going to continue that same joke into our content. No, I'm, if, it's, if, it's if, if I can get away with I'll hiding who I, what I look like... I will, he, and it will not the, be difficult. The funniest, <laughs> the funniest part wasn't because of lack of like posting pictures in our Discord servers, or I whatever. thought it would be funny. <laughs> he he has he has a toothless hoodie that has like all no. the little like fins. And, it's, not, it, it's not. It's not a toothless it's, hoodie. It's just a regular. It's not dragon a toothless hoodie. hoodie. It's no. It's not even a dragon hoodie. 
So there was this company. There's this company, and they're they're called Pawstar, and they used to sell they used to sell uh, this hoodie, the hoodie that I currently wear. And what it is, it is is basically a hoodie, mm-hmm. and on it, it just has foxers attached to the hood. Oh, okay. And it cost me eighty dollars because okay. it's handmade, <laughs> but they don't make it anymore. That and I have and it, exactly three people since I have purchased it back in my sophomore year uh, have recognized it <laughs> and commented <laughs> on it. It was like, hey, did you get that from Posture? I was like, yep. It's like, do they still sell it? Nope. <laughs> anyway, so it, it's, a, it's a black hoodie with ears on it, and it, he just pulls the hood entirely over his face and will post photos like that. You can't and see will, anything but the hoodie. Yeah, and I'll, I'll also scrunch up my neck so you can't see my neck either. So it's just this big gray shape. When I first saw it, because um, d- uh, I met Vez when we were playing D anD D, so we were D anD D buddies for a while before we became like actual like friend friends. Yeah, and it just um, it transitioned. So it was like as, cl- as you know, as, as much as you can before you get close enough that you invite someone to your wedding. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um. So, Vez. So like I had I knew nothing about Vez, and then like in the server I made to for D anD D back in the day. Um, I made a selfies channel and we started posting pictures and Vez posts this and I was like, oh, what? Did you just take a picture of your charity? He's like, no, I'm in the hoodie. (laughs) (laughs) And that gag has persisted. I still, on occasion, especially since we we do get an influx of people into that server every once in a while. So every Mm -hmm. once in a while, I'll go ahead and take another picture. And I'm not reusing any of these photos. I'm taking a new one every time. (laughs) They look like the same photo. Every time. The only way you can tell is, like, how far it goes. Like, the the lighting's changed, or the wall's different, or the the camera's a little bit close to my face, because I'm taking the photo blind. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. It's honestly really fucking funny. Yeah, um... But with that, I think that's a good place to call the podcast for this. The week. podcast, indeed. Yeah. And and yeah. and who knows? Maybe maybe uh, one of those photos will make its way onto Twitter. If it if it does, it probably won't be me posting it. It's just someone else posting it and then adding me, which is why fine. Don't you, why you can just fucking post your own photo? You why do you gotta make so social here's media? The it's so okay. here's the it's thing. It's not illegal. I... You can use social media. You <laughs> so 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 here's the thing. Uh, my my phone will not currently allow me to download new apps because my bank account is currently in the negative. Uh-huh. So I cannot download the Twitter app. Okay. <laughs> so po- you so you have a computer. You can you can That's copy just too you much can work. copy paste. <laughs> you don't even have to like download <sighs> photos for Twitter. You can copy paste them like you can into Discord. Fucking That's just that, we're done. Uh, That's we're too much done. effort. We're fucking done. <laughs> done no, recording. We're done. Bye. Bye. <laughs>